WABC. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. How many times do we have to touch the stove to find out it's very hot? This migrant thing is not working out. The New York GOP is calling on Governor Hochul to remove District Attorney Alvin Bragg following what they are calling his unconscionable handling of the migrant attack on the NYPD. I've told you this once before, folks. I'll tell you again. Racial politics are at play. She will not remove Alvin Bragg as District Attorney. Just look at what has happened thus far. She's talked tough once or twice, but that's it. That's as far as it goes. So you have about 20 lawmakers up in Albany that say safety of New Yorkers are clearly at risk under Alvin Bragg's leadership. So I guess following an indictment of one of the uh, migrants involved in the attack on the police officers, we should take that as a blessing uh, we should be happy with that, but but that's an indication, a clear indication of just how bad things are in this city. So let's let's think about this for a second. So we have the horrific video we talked about last night showing an elderly woman dragged along a New York City street in Brooklyn by a migrant moped gang responsible for at least 62 brazen attacks that we know of. The thieves made off with the 62-year-old woman's bag, keys, phone, credit card, and glasses, all while she was careened through the air and slammed into a metal bike rack. Her body appeared lifeless. Police say the drivers of these getaway mopads make $100 a day and the actual phone snatchers make anywhere between three dollars and $600 per stolen device. They then have someone hack the phone and use your banking information for large purchases before selling the phone in another city or country. All of this is, of course, on top of the video of the group of migrants attacking the two New York City police officers, kicking them in the head and face repeatedly. And, of course, that clown that after he walked out of court, actually released by a judge, this lowlife, this animal, was asked, do you like America And he used not just one middle finger salute, but two. Then you add the salt on the wound. The city of New York in a pilot program, it's going to save money. It's going to save money. It will save money. It's giving migrant families these prepaid monthly credit cards to purchase food 
at a cost of $53 million. Again, the city says the move will save money. But by doing this, you know, I know, everybody knows that you might as well continue the welcome one, welcome all to the United States, free housing, free medical care, free prepaid credit cards, free, free, free. This issue is so red hot that a pro PAC, a PAC that is super PAC that is tied to Trump is invoking the migrant beating of the NYPD cops in the commercial. A super PAC backing former President Donald Trump has dropped this new ad. We're going to let you hear it. Blaming President Biden for the court on camera beating of two New York City police officers in the spot. It is titled Joe Biden's middle finger in reference to the uh, migrant that put up his uh, middle finger. And this is the Make America Great Again uh, super PAC uh, aligned with former President Trump. Six men have been charging that brutal attack caught on camera. A shocking act of violence. Two NYPD officers beaten in Times Square. All of those arrested were released without bail. Why did these four individuals be released on their own recognizance? The Biden administration is fighting to release as many migrants as quickly as possible. I'll reverse Trump's detrimental asylum policies. There's no need for us. Biden administration reversed Trump's policy on remain in Mexico. Joe Biden to stop construction of the border wall. It's a new day on the southern border. Here we go. The policy that made it easy to kick out migrants is gone. He inherited the lowest rate of illegal immigration and he immediately reinstated cash and release. And so when they apprehend people, they let them go. I'll reverse Trump's detrimental asylum policies. How many times do we have to touch the stove to realize that it is hot? As it relates to that gang on mopads, I'm still stuck on that. And to see the video of the woman as, can you imagine what would have happened as she was flying through the air with these animals not caring one bit if her head had hit that bike rack or the cement curve that was right there? What would have happened in that scenario? They don't care. This is how uh, Channel 4 here in New York uh, covered this uh, super gang in terms of uh, this super gang of migrants on mopeds. City investigators believe the networks of thieves are migrants living in city shelters, mostly from South America, and mainly targeting victims using stolen mopeds, all of them accused of a crime spree that's impacted four of the five boroughs. Staten Island is the only area without cases. Detectives connected one crew to 62 different incidences. They say that the criminals are getting their marching orders via social media. From the alleged ringleader, Victor Para. Power will send out specific orders for what type of phone he is looking for. And then the text will say, I have money, I'm available, go get them. At this moment, Para, who's originally from Venezuela, is on the run. Overnight, the police arrested five people at his Bronx home, including the technician that they say helps him drain victims' banking accounts. Police say catching up with the bandits has been complicated. Many of them have been arrested before, only to be released, adding to the difficulty. Some are ghost criminals. 
no photos, no cell phone, no social media. Sometimes we're even unclear on a name or a date of birth. And the last voice that you heard from that Channel 4 WNBC report happened to be the police commissioner. And there are reports that uh, two of these suspects are out of this uh, Mopad gang were uh, in court or arraigned just the day before that they, that the raid uh, actually went down. In one moment, you'll hear how Curtis Lewa was caught up in an incident tonight in a live television interview as it relates to the uh, to the migrants. But what, one of the uh, sound bites I wanted you to hear yesterday, we just didn't have time, Texas Governor Greg Abbott responding to the fact on the Fox Business Channel that New York City is going to give out credit cards to migrant families. Let me get your take on what's going on in New York. We understand now New York is going to be spending $53 million uh, to come up with prepaid credit cards for the illegal migrants. Uh, What do you think is behind this? Why do they need prepaid credit cards? Uh, it, it sounds like insanity is behind it because it, it really is, is offensive. It's, it may be the most reprehensible thing that I've seen take place over the past 48 hours when you, when you see police officers in New York City being beaten by illegal immigrants uh, in this country who should not be in the country in the first place. Uh, and then after they engage in this crime against a law enforcement, uh, law enforcement officer, they are let loose back out onto the streets. What's going on in New York is outrageous, and Americans across the entire country are angry, not just about what's going on in New York, but the underlying cause for it, which is Joe Biden's open border policy. So coming up in the uh, Chronicles of Dominic Carter, 45 minutes past the hour, the NYCHA housing uh, project development here in New York City, I told you folks, uh, if I ran NYCHA, I'm sure there are some good people that work there. I would fire everybody. And I mean everybody, and start from scratch. Two million dollar bribery scandal, a hall of shame, if you will. We'll break that down for you at 45 minutes past the hour. 70 current and former employees of the nation's biggest housing project, public housing project, were charged Tuesday in a classic, guess what? Pay for play. So when they're not having sex with each other, it's pay for play. Remember the scandal a few years ago where uh, several of the employees were engaged with sexual activity with each other. So such a uh, interesting life. Now to Curtis Lee, what we see all your telephone calls, Michael in New Jersey, Richie in the Bronx, Mike in South Carolina, John in Nevada, Lisa in Brooklyn. We're going to get to them. And folks, if you're trying to reach us, when these calls clear up that you just call and you'll, you'll get through eventually. And you can also, in the meantime, reach me on social media, Twitter, X, at Dominic TV, Instagram, Facebook, at Dominic, well, Dominic Carter TV. And um, you can reach me via phone, or you can reach me via the uh, via social media. But Curtis Lewa, Curtis Lewa, you can hear him every weekday and in the morning show, but every weekday, 12-15, Rip and Read. He was live with Sean Hannity tonight when something happened with one of the migrants and the guardian angels that were surrounding Curtis ended up taking this migrant to the ground. And during Sean Hannity's live broadcast, this is what it sounded like. 
Well, he had been shoplifting first. The guardian angel spotted them, stopped them. He resisted. And let's just say we gave him a little pain compliance. His mother back in Venezuela felt the vibrations. He's sucking concrete. <laughs> the cops scraped him off the asphalt. He's on his way to jail, but they'll cut him loose. We got to take 42nd Street back, Sean. These illegals think they own this street. They think they rule the night. This is our country. If they can't abide by the rules, then we're going to kick them back from where they came. And so at one point during the uh, the interview, Sean Hannity, you can tell the commotion and Curtis is cool as a cucumber as all the guardian angels disperse around him to go to the uh, migrant. And uh, Curtis is, is, is locked into the camera. And then you hear Sean Hannity say, pan the camera around. And so the cameraman jerks the camera to see the guardian angels with uh, with this migrant. Let's begin with your telephone calls this morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Yeah, good morning. I totally, totally, absolutely agree with you that Hochul will never get rid of Alvin Bragg. He can hold that office for the rest of his life if he wants to. Now I'm going to tell you that what it proves, you are 100% right about they will never get rid of Alvin Bragg. You are 100% wrong when you say that Trump should take Tim Scott as his running mate. I didn't because say, I did not say he should well, take Tim Scott. you said it would be a good idea. I, I, I said that if you, if you read the tea leaves, he's been out there promoting Tim Scott and that it's a possibility. It's amazing to me, Michael, what people hear. I never once well, said he should take Tim Scott, but go well, ahead. I'll, all right. What I'm saying is he should not take Tim Scott because it shows that Tim Scott, although I like him, he's very good, brings nothing to the table. Now, this is what I mean. Number one, the state that he comes from is already going to go to Trump. So he, he's not going to give him the state. Number two, the overwhelming majority, and, and Curtis himself says this, will never, never, ever vote Republican. Never. So he is not going to get Trump any more votes. That's not true. That's no, not true. true. That's no. not true. So and, and, the, and I believe, I, I, and I believe if I had this conversation with Curtis, what he probably means is that a majority will not vote for Trump. He does not right, need, right, he does right, not, let me right. finish, he does not need a majority of blacks. All he needs is a couple more percentage. He's already uh, siphoning off uh, the minority vote from Biden. All he needs is a little more percentage-wise, oh, and that could be enough to win the election. He doesn't have to get a majority. Majority. He knows he'll never get a majority vote. No Republican will. It's a, it's a microscopic number, maybe a few, a few black men, this I noticed, will vote for Trump, but black women hate Trump's guts. They despise him. I'm, I'm not no, going to stand here and pretend no, to speak. No, we should go after the Spanish. Let, let me finish, please. I'm not yeah. going to stand here and pretend to speak for all black Americans the way that you are. No. Because, I don't, think, because I don't think that either one of us is qualified to speak for an entire race of people, Michael. 
No, but the, the group of people which have large numbers, and a lot of them are switching, are the Hispanics. Do not look at a Jewish, candid, at a Jewish candidate. Well, that he won't do anyway, because there's too, too few Jews in the United States. And do not look for a black candidate to run with him as the vice president. The one that he has to look at are an Hispanic, or preferably a woman, because Spanish people are much, much more going to Trump than blacks are. It's a microscopic amount. Like I said, a few are changing. Michael, but, I, I think I asked you this question before. Where did you get your Ph.D. in sociology from and political science? Well, you, you think that, that uh, Curtis knows what he's talking about? I'm repeating what Curtis said. I, you can ask him. What did Curtis say? Forget about okay, the black Okay, vote. okay, okay, okay. Oh, I'm going to you know, say what I said last night. Please don't quote to me what another host said. I don't know what the host said. What ask, is, what him. Is, I mean, ask him. You, you see think him. you I'm think? You okay, this. so Michael, you think that I'm going to take time out my day to go? Ooh, Curtis, what did you say to Michael as it relates to Trump? Not do, Michael, do, he do, said it on the do, air. Okay, do you you think that's the way it works? I don't or, know. If you're questioning or, or, first of all, first of all, when we see each other, it's hey man, how's your family doing? Everything's good? Yeah. Everything's good with you? Yeah. What's happening? That's it. That's the extent well, of the conversation. He, like I said, the vote that he, if he wants to get a minority vote. So, so you're going to just keep repeating it. Okay, Michael, I've had enough this morning. Thank you for the call. You're just going to keep repeating. You said it three times. And now that's your opinion, which is dead wrong. But you want to say it a fourth time now. Richie in the Bronx, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Um, in bail-eligible cases, like the assault on the New York City police officers by the illegal immigrants, doesn't the ultimate authority on bail reside with the judge, even if the prosecutor does yes. not request bail. Yes. Yes. Can't the judge impose it? Yes. But Can't the judge even order remand? Yes. The judge can overrule defense prosecution. The judge can practically do uh, whatever they deem fit for the situation. However, there are parameters that they have to follow and they have to report to the administrative judge. And everything they do is political. Everything that a judge does is just as political as a politician. And any judge that's being honest will tell you that. Um, uh, they, they are, you know, they're, they're between a rock and a hard place. You, you have the laws uh, that have been passed in the state of New York. But I, I don't see how they, they should have been. They should have been remanded. Based, I, I would hope that the judge saw the video. I would hope and pray that the judge saw that video before before those defendant appeared in his courtroom. But yes, to answer your question, it is ultimately up to the judge, no matter what the prosecution says. Nine times out of ten, they'll go along with the suggestion of the prose prosecution, but sometimes they will not. They'll go in a completely different direction. Thank you for the call, Richie. Let's go to Lisa in Brooklyn. Good morning, Lisa. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. Uh, I have a question. Uh, if the migrants are getting $1,000 a family in the credit card, what is the purpose of it if they don't have a kitchen, if they're living in a shelter? 
or are they getting the housing that veterans, elderly people, or someone like myself is trying so hard to get affordable housing, try to reach out to every political party from Republican to Democrat, and the answer is go into a shelter. I go, there are no rooms in shelters anymore. But I'm just curious, what is the purpose of that $1,000? If you're living in a shelter, you don't need to cook. Everything's given to you well, in these places. Well, <laughs> you, 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 are co- you are correctly saying you, you are raising a million-dollar question here, perhaps the million-dollar question, what do you need all these this money for when you can't uh, cook? You're not supposed to have a hot plate or anything like that. Um, but the city's argument is that this is a move that's going to save money. That's the way they're trying to save face. But this, this, you know, Lisa, this couldn't come at a worse time. How tone deaf could you be? Two police officers attacked and and kicked in the face and the head. And within days of that, you say, we're going to give $53 million to migrants. And you might as well put a commercial on in television in these countries and do like you did in the beginning, Mayor Adams, and say, essentially, you're welcome to New York. You might as well have your immigration commissioner make a commercial in these countries telling them, come on down to New York City by giving them uh, these cards. As As I've said, Lisa, and I'm going to let you finish your thought. As I have said, in all of this, you got to have a deterrent factor in this. You cannot just make it easy for them in every front, on every front, especially when when some of them are not respecting the laws of the country. So, Lisa, what do you really think is at play here? No, I agree with everything you say, and but my real concern is, I mean. Who could stop this from happening? And why can't we give the money and affordable housing to the people who really need it? I mean, one day, I mean, right now I take care of my mother who's elderly. I lost my home. It went into foreclosure a year ago. Right now my mother needs help. I cannot work. I'm sorry to hear that, Lisa. No, it's okay. I mean, I always do your thing, half glass, half empty, half glass full. Lisa, you got to do the half full because if not, life has enough wrinkles, you know, to throw you for a loop that you won't recover. But go ahead, please. I understand. But the thing is, I'm not going to be able to take over her apartment. Her rent is too high. She's on a pension and Social Security. I mean, it's not a lot of money. She's not on Medicaid. She's on Medicare. But the point is, I will be on the street eventually. And every politician I spoke to from the town of Oyster Bay, where I came from, the answer was, I'm sorry, we can't help you. But then how are they helping all these migrants? I don't understand. There's veterans. There's people like me. I mean, we're going to be, I mean, there are people on the street every day. Eventually, I will. Because. I actually try to call Schumer's office. There's no such a thing. They don't pick up. I've called every Republican and Democrat, and the answer is, I cannot help you. I'm sorry. But what is the purpose of them? Just to make the hundreds of thousands of dollars and just let the migrants get millions? I don't understand the beat up cops. I just, it's really scary. It's so scary. And I'm scared for myself what's going to happen one day. Well, Listening to you, Lisa, to your voice, I, I don't I, I hear you, but I don't think you're going to end up on the street. I think you're going to find a way out of no way. And sometimes sometimes it's like that for all of us, Lisa. And trust me, I can relate to what you're saying. 
Um, uh, it's sad. It's very scary. It, it's just terrifying. But how can we stop these migrants from getting a thousand dollars and put this money for people? And I'm not asking for me. All I want is an affordable housing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but how could we protest or stop it or do something? Who is really in charge of giving this money to them? I, it, it's an impossible. How do you do this? Because they're going to be drinking it, they're going to be smoking it, and they're going to be selling the stuff they buy. Hmm. Not only, not only that, not only that, Lisa. They're going to be using it, smoking it, drinking it, and having babies, in which our bills will multiply even more. That that, but that it's I scary. mean, it it, it it is it is scary, Lisa. So wait, I I to hell with the migrants for for the time being. So. I mean, what what what's your plan of action? What what do you have a plan? Right now, I take care of my mother. She's elderly. She's eighty seven years old, and that's my commitment to take care of her. You know, that's what I do. She lives in an apartment building in Brooklyn, a very old building. At least there's heat and hot water and a roof over her head. Like I said, she has. She was always middle class. Now she's middle to lower class. So wait, so inflation. you're in an apartment right now. Yourself? And the, yeah, my mother's apartment bill. Oh, okay. Uh, she doesn't with, own it. You live she with rent. your mother. I didn't know you live with her. Right okay. now, the past okay. year, yes. Okay. So she's okay. getting older and, you know, but I lost my house a year ago in Nassau County. And I tried to be, you know, due to it, is it, lost. Is it because you lost your job? Is that why you lost the house or you just got in, in over well, your head? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. I mean, financial, it all started with Hurricane uh, Sandy. Okay. Things went down from there with the house, you know, so, but, but, you know, things happened. It's, but the thing is, I've been trying to be put on the list of the town of Oyster Bay, low income housing. And their answer is, I am sorry, you're not eligible. You're not mentally or physically ill. The people who live in the town of Oyster Bay, they, and they actually said, well, what's your mental disability? I said I have anxiety due to the fact that I'm going to be living on a park bench one day. Oh, that's not anxiety enough. I'm not going to lie about it because I'm not, you know, I do have, have anxiety. Have you, have you tried reaching out to uh, former Senator Al D'Amato? No, I didn't. I mean, Al, Al D'Amato was known as Senator Pothole when he was in office. This is years ago, but but he is somebody that delivers. If I were you, really? I, I, could... I would I would find a way to reach out because one phone call from Senator D'Amato, let me just really? put it to, let me just put it to you this way. When when he advocates, uh he will use such colorful language that that uh, uh opponents and foes uh often back down. I would reach out if I were you, if I were in your shoes, I would reach out to Senator Al D'Amato. Now he, now maybe I mean, I now maybe now maybe he can't help. But if there ever was a person that could get something done to to help somebody, it is him. Period. I, Hands down. I, I appreciate I mean, I will say, do you know what they actually tell you to say? Well, you should stop documenting your disabilities. I go, well, I do have asthma. I have moderate osteoarthritis. I have a hernia, but I'm not a doctor person. I go, they documented. I'm very holistic. I try not to take medications. I'm terrified of operations. I try to do things as calm and, you know, 
I'm very non into medication. Mm-hmm. So unless cough of it is a real disease. Mm-hmm. But they're like, Oh, you gotta milk it up. This is what these people are saying. You have to go to a psychiatrist. I'm like, but why should I go? The anxiety well, I have well, is I, I hate to say it, Lisa, you do have to play the game. You, but I can't. Oh, I can't lie. Okay, but 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 if you don't play the game, you're gonna keep getting uh passed over. That's what it is. I mean, but it it will kill me to have to go to a psychiatrist and make up stories. I can't. It's just not in me. And I don't want to have. I didn't say uh, go that far. I didn't say go that far. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would. Because there's some things that I'd rather pass on in life if I had to. Uh, cross certain lines. Lisa, I got to take a break, but please, I, I want you to you do me a favor. Wait, 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 wait. I want you to stay in contact. You know how to reach me here at the radio station. Yes. And, um, yes. and, it, and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see, we'll see what we can work out and figure out. Okay. okay thank so let, you. let's Have stay in touch. Night. Thank you. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk radio 77 WABC. And so somebody's going to call in a minute and they're going to say, well, you gave Lisa more time. Yes, I did. Because Lisa's situation is a pressing one. That is a priority. We're going to take a break. When we come back, more of your calls. We're going to go to Saratoga, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, and Nevada. Dominic Carter right here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. And uh, we are back and going right back to the uh, telephone calls, uh, the issue of the migrants and things that are going on here. And we just heard from Lisa and the the call breaks my heart because Lisa says she's about to be homeless. And it's hard to understand when you have a situation where migrants are receiving everything and you're an American and you can't get anything. John in Nevada, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. I tell you, uh, Joe Biden, with this wave of immigration that he's brought, with catching release and stopping the construction of the border wall, uh, this is going to be a scar on our country for decades. Uh, This will be Joe Biden's legacy as he swept out of office. Um. It will take a long time to recover from this. Uh, Trump will be reelected, and he will build the border wall, and we'll go back to sensible immigration policies. But we'll be stuck with this, particularly in New York, Chicago, and Washington, D.C. 
uh, will have these immigrants uh, there without jobs, without stable housing for decades. And it will be Biden's legacy. Well, it's already, it's his legacy, it's already the top liability based on polling uh, that he's facing, the incumbent president, John, in terms of uh, immigration. And frankly, thank you for the call, John, in Nevada. I, I, don't, I don't understand the logic at all uh, how, how he benefits, how he, I know the logic that many of you believe that ultimately they are to become Democratic voters. I don't necessarily agree with that. But how does Biden himself benefit from this? I mean, placating the left, perhaps, but uh, it, it, it may very well cost him the election. Joe and Lindbrook, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dom, how are you? Uh, listen, I go back a long way on the job. Okay. I don't understand what's happening. I mean, you back in my day, you put your hands on police, especially your boss. That's hats and bats. That's an 85 fourth width. And I mean, I don't understand what's going on. Okay, so wait a you minute know, now. You, I understand some of Wait, 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 Joe. I understand some of the uh, lingo. Uh, 85th, uh, 85 fourth width means what? 85 fourth width. That's, you know, that's like a, a 13, but. You know, that's get all the cars there. Okay, send all the cars there. So it's a ten thirteen officer in need of uh, assistance. Exactly. It's the same thing, just a little downplayed. But you put your hands on police back in my day in the nineties, especially a boss. I, I I don't get it, Dominic. I, I I'm I'm gone a long time. Okay, but back in the nineties, you didn't do that. Well, you know, in everybody's time, you didn't do something like that. Um, you know, it, it, it's hard to explain. I'm looking at some of the video right now, uh, and and it's hard to explain how a district attorney would let his ADAs, uh, you know, let these guys walk out the courtroom. I, somebody would be fired on, on on my watch if I was the district attorney. Uh, it, and and what's going on with the police? And you can't blame them because the the police, as you know, Joe, are some of the bravest men and women that you will ever encounter. People that yeah, are willing well, to put their lives on like, the line each and every day. Go ahead, Joe. I I was back in the nineties. Okay, on the Giuliani, we cleaned up those streets. Right, right. Okay, right. this has gone downhill since uh, what's his name, Big Bird, and this guy. It right. took us a long time right. to clean that up. And uh, you referred to uh, Mayor de Blasio, and it should tell him where, where, what his status is when he's walking around town by himself and nobody really wants to be with him, sitting in coffee right. shops by himself, you know. But the thing is, though, you put your hands on – I saw that video. It disgusts me. It disgusts me. It really does. Joe, 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 let, let, let's cut through all the red tape here. You and I are from the same uh, aspect, the same mentality of the day of you hit a police officer, you're going to the hospital. Let's cut the nonsense. You, you hit a police officer, you are going to the hospital, and you're going to need medical attention. It's as simple as that. <laughs> exactly. Back in, the, back in my day, though, we actually had uh, real nightsticks. 
Right. And that's why back in your day, that's why generally you you would you would you would hear of police officers getting shot. That's when you have these loser criminals that panic and, and pull the trigger and so on. But putting your hands on a cop, that was a no-no because everybody knew you touch a cop, you're going to the hospital. It's just, the politicians can say whatever they want. I'm, I'm sorry, Joe, to say this. I'm He tripped and fell. He was walking in front of me. I'm sorry he fell down the stairs. You and I know from a phone book to whatever the means that was in front of them, you hit a police officer, it was going to be a long ride back to the station house. As simple well, as that. Well, the thing is, like I said, Don, I came on the job. We actually had real nightsticks. What are they carrying now, these cops? I don't even know what they're carrying now, to be honest with you. I had a Coca Bola. That was a heavy piece of wood. I think they're carrying. I think Curtis says it all the time. They're carrying what these little uh, metal things now. I have no idea, Dominic. You tell me. <laughs> you know, I, I. I mean, I saw that video. It disgusts me. You put your hands on police back in my day. All right, that was a that was a bus, and you're getting your you you were getting rid of the hospital. That was it. Right, simple as that. It really is that simple. There's no other way. To, and everyone knew it. The criminals knew it. The police knew it. Everybody knew it. And that's why we didn't have any problems. Yeah, but think is, Adama, come on. These people voted for this in New York City. They voted for this. Well, okay. And, and I hate to say this. They deserve it. What's going on in New York City. They, they, don't, people- they, don't, they don't deserve it. Uh, it. It's the blind leading the blind with these pimp politicians. And, and I mean uh, pimp. And I define pimp. As male or female, uh, you you have these politicians um, uh, that are far left. Um, maybe one out of ten believes what they say, but they go to minority communities, and the man is keeping us down. And you don't have a two hundred thousand dollar job because the man won't give you a shot. And these people, they want to hear that, and they believe it. And they vote for them, and and it's a self a self fulfilling uh, prophecy in terms of the politicians keep telling you what you want to hear, never delivering, and you keep going down more and more and more, and thus you have New York City in twenty twenty four what we have right now. Hey Dom, listen, <laughs> listen, I'm an old man. I'm done. I I get my pension, but you know what? I would not be. I would not take that job today. Right. I, you know, there, there are a lot years, of people. I, I spent three years with the New York City Department of Corrections, 20 years with the uh, NYPD. My day was different. It was over, and that's it. And it's, I won't do it anymore. I feel bad for these kids today taking this job. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's a different day, different time. And I won't, I mean, I live in Nassau County, and <laughs> we have different rules here than New York City. And, and there are different rules. Joe, thank you for the call. So like when the kids do, douse the cops with water, in my day growing up, growing up in the Bronx, you didn't, you didn't do something like that because it was not going to be a, a, a nice ride to the station house. You did not douse police with anything. You treated them with respect. Anyway, folks, I'm looking at some of my emails. So Gwen Land, Lindau, thank you, Gwen, for, uh, for your comment. Uh, she says here... Um, Beautiful call with Lisa tonight. You you teach listeners the meaning of compassion. I am about compassion, uh, Gwen, so thank you for that. 
Uh, I see Alan, who's a fan of the show, Alan Cantor. He's a fan of the show, but he's complaining about the same callers on every night. Well, Alan, you can call yourself, right? And so that's my standard answer to everyone that complains. Or when I say everyone, I mean the people that complain that say, oh, it's the same callers, right? So there's a method to the madness. They will start calling a minute or two before I hit air so that they're already in the queue. They know to keep hitting redial so that they get through. I can't control. So so uh, Alan wants me to to do, if, if we can't get new callers in, he wants me to just do the talking. But But it's talk radio, and I need someone to talk to in order to do that. And Alan, we are in the business of ratings. Thank you for the uh, for the uh, comment, Alan. I I hear you. I'm aware of how you feel. One or two other folks have expressed the same sentiment. I've got to take a break for the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. When we come back, we're going to go to Susan in New York, and we'll have more of your telephone calls. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Folks, the uh, New York City Housing Authority, a $2 million bribery scandal, a hall of shame. The charges announced Tuesday represent the largest number of federal bribery charges brought in a single day in the Department of Justice history. In total, 70 current and former employees of the nation's biggest public housing authority charged a classic pay-to-play corruption scheme saw superintendents and administrators pocketing a collective $2 million over 10 years in bribes to secure work contracts at their properties. So why would you let superintendents and other low-level employees have any say on contracts? I don't care how local it is. That's an open door for corruption. The charges brought by the U.S. Southern District of New York Attorney's Office representing the largest amount again in a single day for the uh, DOJ history. And according to U.S. Attorney Damian Williams, instead of acting in the interests of NYCHA residents, the city of New York or taxpayers, the 70 defendants charged today allegedly used their jobs at NYCHA to line their own pockets. The folks that run NYCHA should not be, I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this without being offensive. Let me, let me put it this way. I would not hire them, period. End of story. Susan, in New York, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Well, hi, Dominic. I really like that conversation with Lisa. I think I've heard her before on your show. Yeah, it just strikes me that, um, uh, you know, there's many opportunities to work from home. She's articulate. Um, there's many people, uh, companies looking for people to work from home as um, uh, customer service people. They would train her. She could work from home while she's with her mom. Also, it strikes me back in my, my memory that uh, there's a program that Family members can be paid as home house uh, aides for right, their immediate. Right. But, but she didn't right? answer. She didn't answer whether or not she's being paid as her mother's uh, aide. So, so we we can't assume that she's not. 
Okay, but but so then that would at least give her an income stream that she could then parlay that experience. There there are opportunities she wait, could go Susan, on in Susan, Susan, so wait, Susan, Susan. Yeah. Let's assume for argument's sake that um that she is being paid as her mother's home aid. You cannot get an apartment in the tri-state area based on what they pay uh for for those services. So you, you know, the average, you figure, what, Susan, what do you think the average starting rent is? Well, think if she could get a roommate, she has to envision herself as, if she keeps envisioning herself as being on the street, she has to envision possibilities because once she should at least try to get a job for working from home, as a, as a, she's very comfortable on the phone, she's articulate, and I just think that that negative thing that she's just keep telling her the same story instead of, you know, getting some counseling, get, being around people that are positive, because it doesn't sound to me like she's somebody that wouldn't have enough skill and that once she got an income stream and started hey, Susan, being... Susan, let me, let me, I'm curious. Uh, Susan, have you ever been yeah. in a really tough situation? Uh, Yes. Yes. You you have? Yes. Okay. Because because um you know sometimes it's just not that easy to say snap out of it and think positive. Sometimes when no. when, when when you she said she lost her home and when her mother loses her apartment she's uh she's in in deep trouble. I listen, I I'm I'm Mr. Positive, but sometimes sometimes life can be very tough for some people. And you can't just minimize it and say, think positive and get a roommate. I mean. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying at least start thinking, just start being in action instead of being, you know, paralyzed by fear and, and that you're going to be on the street. I'm going to be on the street instead of like, well, maybe if I, you know, go and look on indeed.com, um, you know, I don't know like what her age is, but it's, I know a lot of baby boomers that are doing just fine because they have a work ethic. So many people don't want to work at all. So I just don't. I but just Susan, feel like Susan, I, I think I think like I, I think I should move on. Do you realize that you just offended the woman? I did. Yeah, by you said by talking about work ethic, you're implying that she doesn't have it. No, she does have it. Okay. She does have a work ethic. She's just in. She's in fear mode instead of she just needs a little encouragement because I think that there are opportunities that she would, you know, be able to maybe, uh, you know, get some traction. The one thing can lead to another. Mm -hmm. No, I actually think that people are there if they're willing to work uh, and what she is, she's already taking care of her mom. So. I just feel like she just needs some encouragement. Okay, fair enough. Thank you, Susan, for the call. I'm looking at my uh, at my uh, Twitter, and let's go, Pitt. Just said, uh, just heard Lisa call in. I almost cried because I've gone through the same thing. Had to care for my mother for several years. It drained me emotionally and financially. Lost my house last summer. Please, her reach out to me. So have her reach out to me so we can talk. Uh, if she's on Twitter, she can look. Let's go, Pitt, and see your uh, your comment. Let's go to Mike in South Carolina. Good morning, Mike. What's morning. on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. You know, I got I to gotta chime in on Lisa, too, because, 
town of Oyster Bay, I grew up in the town of Hempstead, South Shore, Long Island. And when you mentioned Alphonse D'Amato, Al D'Amato, he, uh, he was a good friend of my dad's for decades. We used to play pinochle and whatnot. And that's the guy to locate, uh, you know, and, and get in touch with him. Um, and I'll tell you this too, Dom, uh, you know, too many whiners call different shows. And I, you know, uh, it, it's really disconcerting. And you put, you give everybody a fair shake. I've said it before. You give everybody a fair shake. And uh, I was going to talk about Bragg and what's going on in the other DAs, but um, uh, it is, uh, you know, it, that's life. And we all have ups and downs. We all have, uh, uh, you know, a bumpy road in our life. And I, I, I give my best to, uh, hopes to Lisa and her mother. Um, and I'll leave you with this, Tom. Um, I'm so glad so many whiners and so many obnoxious callers. I'm glad you put on probation that, uh, that dude from white plains, anti-Italian and you put him on probation because, Hey man, you know, you don't control the tempo of the game, you know, the cadence, where's my drumsticks. You don't control it. And too many people talk, especially that first call of tonight. I was going to take a few aspirin, you know, I have yet me laughing one night. You said to Matt, and do we have any aspirin? I almost fell off my chair. But, you know, that's life. And you give everybody a fair shake, Dom. And uh, people, you know, just take a chill pill. Well, Michael, you're, you're referring to Michael uh, in New Jersey. Yeah. And he means yeah. well. Uh, there right. are a lot of people that think they're experts on other people's races. And yeah. some of the yeah. things that they say they should really keep to themselves because they don't know what they're talking about. But uh, and, and many of Michael's comments fall into that category. He thinks he's an expert on black and Latino oh. people, and he really right, isn't. Right. I, I doubt if he knows three. Um, but like, but but he doesn't he doesn't mean any harm. He's he's harmless. Right. Yeah. I like what you said, Dominic. You know, I studied uh, psychology. My mind was sociology, college baseball, whatever. Um, and, you know, I'd like to find out, you know, where he got his doctorate from from sociology like right, right all right thank all right, you Dominic. mike thank uh, you for the call thank you rocco saratoga good morning rocco what's on your mind good good morning dom uh yeah thank you for the compassion you showed lisa that was uh, very uh, very nice to you and i'd like to help lisa my company capital asset management i could use a work at home researcher part-time but I'll pay 20 bucks an hour, whatever she needs. And, um, yeah, I, I can give her at least 10 hours work, maybe 20 hours work. And, uh, if you give her my number or whatever, I'll be more than happy. All I need someone to do research online, read me some of the information, you know, I don't see, uh, uh that's there. And I'm looking for someone. I have someone, but I, I I've got too much work. So, uh, she'll be helping me and I'll be helping her. Okay, Dom. Um, yeah, thank you. But anyway, uh, boy, what else? Oh, Customato was my uncle. I don't think we're related to, uh, uh, Alphonse there. He's a D'Amato also. Customato, the legendary boxing trainer, you know, Mike Tyson, Floyd Patterson. That was my uncle. Um, but I don't think we're related to Alphonse, uh, D'Amato out there. Uh, I'm Rosado, but that, that his mother was Elizabetha Rosado. My grandfather was Rocco. I'm Rocco named after oh, him. Okay, the first Rocco. Okay. But okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Dom. Um, yeah. So if you can, uh, 
give her, you know, we'll get in well, touch, well, whatever. Well, hopefully, give she, hopefully she heard it, um, and, and we'll, 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 we'll figure out something. Rocco, my friend, thank you. Thank you. I'm short on time, trying to get to as many calls as possible. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Marano, the other side of Midnight, Silas, Staten Island, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, I wanted to comment on the money that they're giving these illegals. You know, it, people look at it and say this makes absolutely no sense, but it's making a lot of sense for the people who want to drain our economy and and crash it. So they're using every way, shape, and form. You know, they're going from credit cards. They're going to spend billions of dollars on keeping them here. They want to keep them coming across the border. Any any sensible person would just not not let them in at all. <laughs> you know, you don't let one in, much less five thousand a year. It's all about draining our economy and basic disrespect for the American citizen and showing that we are going to do what we want because we're basically going to operate like the communists. We say what to do, and you do it. Well, certainly there are a lot of people that feel that way. Silas, thank you. Uh, thank you for the call. Let's go to Tony in Brooklyn. Good morning, Tony. What's on your mind? Hey, um, really fast. You, you all, you're always blaming progressive left-wing politicians for the city's um, faults. But you need to go back and blame Andrew Cuomo. He's the one that started this whole bail reform he started this sanctuary garbage. He started these rent laws that bankrupted landlords. Andrew Cuomo is the root of all the ails, not only in New York, but nationwide, because he led the movement for this. I Thank think you. that's ridiculous, Tony. Uh, you could certainly blame Cuomo for a lot, but you can't say that he's the blame for all that's bad in society. Sounds like you have sour grapes towards uh, Andrew Cuomo, and that's okay, but just don't don't call me and try and pretend that uh, you're speaking a, ra- a, a, a reasonable voice and that it's all Andrew Cuomo's uh, fault. Give me a break. You can blame him, blame him for a lot, but not for all of society's ills. Come on. I'm joined now by Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, Hello, sir. Dominic. How's everything? Everything is great. You got a haircut? I did. You don't did? be jealous. <laughs> what do you call it? Um, I don't know. I call it the usual. I go in. They said, you want the usual? I said, absolutely. So I have a question for you. When I go get a haircut, right? And I told you I went to a barber recently. Mm-hmm. And they exposed me to something that I didn't know was, you know. Right, they, Topics. They, where they pulled out the spray yeah, and, and gave me, it's called Topics. Right. And gave me some hair. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God, I hair. This I had is them it, save some of mine for you. So, yeah. <laughs> so, like, when, when I walk into a barbershop, right, I don't want to talk. I damn sure don't want to talk politics. <laughs> don't bother me. Let me close my eyes. I mean, I try and do it in a nice way. But please leave me alone. What do you do? My barber is a talker, right? Uh, oh. But so what I oh. do, he's a great guy. 
and he's I got some good stories. Then go ahead. I redirect him. You know, you've done this. You're a skilled interviewer. I just have him keep talking, right? Because I don't want to give my opinion on all sorts of things while he's got what, a pair what, of scissors. What do you think about Trump's fifteenth yeah. oh. day yeah. in office? Well, I just spent four hours talking about this. By all <laughs> means, let me do this for the fifteen minutes that I'm not working. What do you have coming up? Doctor Sky is going to be here. A lot going on in space. We're going to talk about that. Also, Elliot Gordon talking about the anniversary of the Beatles. Whole lot more. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight, right after news headlines.